everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to the podcast that critics around the world are calling. It should be called Not a Fan because after listening to it, you will be not a fan. Great. Thanks. Another positive stellar review. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We have uh, returning guests and champions again, two weeks in a row. Brett Saxon, Clark Wilson. Hey, gentlemen. Hi. Hello. <laughs> well, this is, uh, you know, we have a lot to talk about because, um, you know, kind of a lot of heated debate going on based off of uh, last week's podcast where uh, we were talking about some movies and something came up. Um, and uh, the big thing was it was about a movie, if it can be an action movie, and if it has elements of sci-fi, does it then push it over into, you know, what was the whole what was the whole debate that? Uh... Yeah, we were talking about Top Gun Maverick, uh-huh. and then Brett, I don't know, something about, like, I mentioned action movies or something, I can't remember exactly, but Brett basically said, like, Terminator is a sci-fi movie, not an action movie. Although it might have been later he said that. I can't remember what movie it was specifically. Right, but it became this whole thing of like once it has elements of sci-fi, does that make it more of a sci-fi than an action movie? Um, and so I actually, based off of Brett, uh, you brought up you the did idea. a survey online. Yeah. Yep, Brett, oh. uh, Brett brought up that idea. So, and the results are going to be told at the end of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit of a tease. But what we will do right now for a little bit of uh, entertainment news, we'll start off with that. Um, the big thing this week and big for you know is a relative term because it's just kind of what affects my nerdy that's you yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. what affects you that's what all these stories <laughs> uh but uh so how familiar are you guys with the movie the thing john carpenter yeah i saw they were re-releasing it yeah yep and you've seen it yeah i love that movie yeah i'd be down to go see it on the big screen me too um i'm a huge fan of it john carpenter kurt russell uh brett have you seen this movie uh, I have not. No, I've not Ooh. seen this one. Have you heard about it? Which one? There's only the one from the 80s, right? Or is that when it was done? Or there's earlier? A, there's an original version that came out. I've watched that too. I think it came out in the 50s or 60s. Mm-hmm. It's called like Thing from Another World. Yep. Howard Hawks. Yeah. Is the director of that's that That's not one. that bad. I mean, it's kind of corny because the yeah. thing is just like, just looks like Frankenstein. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Right. But it's still, it's pretty good. It's got some, you know, good kind of jump scares for that time and uh they also did a prequel yeah like in 2000 wherever whatever <laughs> uh but so they re-released this into uh theaters this week actually did they do anything to it or is it just because it's like the 40th anniversary or whatever well so that's the thing is it, it is the 40th anniversary and it's the 4k restoration so people oh, okay. were, were stoked on that but there were a lot of unhappy people on the sunday night screening including Mick Garris. I don't know if you know who that director that is. That sounds familiar. So he's done uh he's a big horror writer and he's he's been really close friends with Stephen King so does a lot of adaptations of that like did the stand. Um but uh and he's also known for doing Critters 2, which is actually a good sequel. Um and Hocus Pocus he wrote that, which is mm, uh yeah. is that good good flick actually. Um you don't really think of it cuz Disney and kids, you know, but it's like it's actually it's yeah. it's a solid movie. But, so, McGarris came back and he said, I just got back from seeing John Carpenter's masterpiece at the Fathom, event, Fathom Events 40th Anniversary Screening at the Universal City Walk. I will never, ever see a Fathom event again, and I recommend that you avoid them like the plague. Oh, is this wow. only showing at these events? Well, so it's not it's, just in, like, a theater that decides to show it? Well, yeah, it's mainly AMCs because they do these Fathom events. So it's like okay. a live stream. They do a lot of live events. 
Um, and so his issue with it was that they showed it in the wrong aspect ratio. So all film nerds were really upset about this. <laughs> wow. And it was uh, it was shown in 185.1, which is is different than what the original should have been. It's 235.1, which is a wider screen. And you see more in the picture. A lot of times that's um, broadcast on 70 millimeter uh, film. And he talks about how the picture was soft focus, low resolution, and the digital image was out of registration. So all objects were red on one side and blue on the other. And uh, all the movement all the way through the movie stuttered, he said, like trying to watch Netflix with a really bad Wi-Fi signal. So, um, so yeah, he was upset, but then John Carpenter weighed in, and he also said that this whole situation is distressing and horrible, saying that he had worked together with Dean Cundy, the uh, DP, director of photography. Say that name again. Dean Cundy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey now. Is this Stern Radio? Um, I trust his lighting. He said, it's gorgeous. He said, widescreen is something I've done since the mid-70s. I love widescreen. I've always loved it. So this is the way that it should have been. So Fathom actually took that into heart so they're going to be changing it so then now now the new screenings that they're going to show are going to have the actual aspect ratio mm. and they're going to charge twice the price now exactly yeah well they should actually they don't even talk about that they should reimburse the other ones the, yeah the people that were actually upset about All right, so from there, let's move on to a little bit of, let's see, where do we want to go now? Let's do a little bit of advice, ladies and gentlemen. All right. So if you have any advice, comments. My favorite segment. If you have any advice, comments, questions, or concerns, please reach out at notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Notgoodwithmatt at gmail.com. Someone writes in, is it wrong to date someone when there's no chemistry? So after two dates, this person said that they're having a great time Great conversation. They seem like they're good friends. Everything's going out great. But the kissing and the romantic part is what's landing with a thud. What do you guys think? Oh, wow. Now, uh, Britt. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Have have you ever dated someone like this? And please give me first and last names. Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I mean, that's a huge aspect to a relationship, I feel like. There needs to be that chemistry there. Right. I guess I've been on a couple of dates where it's the kissing is pretty bad or we, we just don't. I mean, maybe some people think my kissing's bad and then we we just don't go on another date after that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and with the one that uh, you kissed who was bad, what was her name again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what about the, uh, you know, Janice? There's, <laughs> there's a lot to be said about, you know, if you just get along really well with somebody, could it then be... Like, what's the word for someone where you're turned on by, like, their intellect? Sapiosexual or something like that? Sapiosexual? Research department's checking it out right now. But, um, yeah, so... Clearly, I'm not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) Could it be one of those things where it's like, maybe if you don't have that spark right away, I I think, personally, give it it a chance. You know what I mean? Because it might be one of those things. Give love a chance. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. Sapiosexuality. What do you think, Clark? Attic insane. <laughs> New prodigy song? Um, I don't know. It's a tough one. New prodigy yeah. song. I mean, then what? I mean, yeah, you're just going to be attracted to... I mean, how old are these people, does it say? It doesn't say that. Like, is there going to be just, like, no romance? Or I mean, I guess there could still be romance, but is there going to be no, like, physical romance or physical like 
intimacy for the next are they gonna make whoopee 600 years or well, however I think long they are married or whatever or like if they get married well i think it's know? also it, that comes down to the being open and honest and if there's something that is like a turn on to you letting that person know so then you can maybe foster that side of things right i feel like i don't know um, but there you go. Hopefully we help. Just like read, read uh, Proust to me. <laughs> They'll yeah, be turned on. Right. <laughs> um, this person wants to know, um, going from a very lighthearted conversation to a very dark conversation, <laughs> should I warn my abusive ex's new girlfriend? Oh my God, Matt. About, well, this, is, this is just the question. Um, this letter writer wants to know, wants to warn their ex-husband's new partner that he's abusive. But can they do that? Should they do that? This person's warning. Wait, say that the whole thing again. She wants to her warn ex, her ex-husband was abusive, yep. and now he's entering a new relationship with a different person. Right. And so, should the ex tell that new person that the ex-husband was abusive? I say yes. Yeah. I think. I think I you should. Yes. You should print pictures of. Wait him. till she has one black eye. <laughs> Just, yeah. That's it. Yeah, just wait it out. Yeah. Um, no, you should print pictures of him and have it say abuser on it and then post it all over town. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. On the internet, right. the cafes. Yep. Put in the, Take him yeah. to court. <laughs> I don't even know why that's funny or not funny. I'm not laughing. I was, was just kind Matt's of referencing laughing. that. <laughs> I'm not laughing. Brett. Johnny Depp. That was Brett's laugh. The Johnny Depp Amber Heard thing. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I knew it. Yeah, I knew it. It's rough. Yeah, why aren't we talking about that? How she's gonna like write a tell-all book just to pay it to be able to pay Johnny Depp? Yeah, not to change the topic. Yeah. But should we weigh in on that advice? <laughs> on that, um, yeah, yeah. Should she? Should she be writing a book? <laughs> she should poop in her ex-husband's bed. <laughs> Each book comes with a little piece of poop. Yeah, <laughs> in a, a little, little baggie. It was a little poop smear. <laughs> On the title page. Yeah, she signs all copies with a little poop. I love where this is going. Alright, let's go to uh, checking in. So uh just wanted to see how you guys are doing this week. How was your last week? this past week um it's been a heat wave obviously we've been surviving that uh, i do there's one thing i want to talk about which is and this is how i feel right now just based off of this last week where i've been driving i feel like the drivers in minnesota currently are worse than the drivers They're terrible in LA. everywhere but i think worse in LA, than in la i would love to get into really? this on a long uh long format yeah. <laughs> yeah. do you have two hours yeah. yeah we can finish this up at villa they're pretty oh, bad man. in florida too like no one uses a turn signal it's nuts i was uh, i was driving today no two days ago and i was going 85 in a 60 so I'm already doing 25 over. Jesus. Why? Yeah. Because they're the crazy ones. Well, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was going 40. I was going 40 in a 10. Yeah. <laughs> outside of a school. Listen, you guys are right about that. But I also blame the like when I do drive in L.A., I think that that's also affected me because there was when I first got back from L.A. after like maybe a year, I was driving my mom to work and she I was she was like, you know, can you give me a ride? Whatever. Every corner I would turn. She'd be like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> and and she was saying that I was taking him so fast, and she was like, at a certain point, she goes, "Can you just pull over and I'll drive?" <laughs> and wow. She was like, "Cause my wow. driving was that crazy." How fast were you turning though? I mean, it must have been 
super fast like 35 mile an hour yeah. turns yeah i don't know what but, member of the family were you in fast and the furious if yeah uh, <laughs> oh family yeah i would have been uh would have been probably paul walker okay yeah um <laughs> No, no, just because like of my looks and stuff like that. Of course, I think, yeah. I think him and I look not because similar. you take sharp turns. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> too soon. Um, it's been wow. like ten years. <laughs> but uh, so, anyways, but I say that story because um, so I'm going 65 in a 40 <laughs> back to that, and then this car comes up to me, and they have the full right lane open. They're gonna blow by you when you're going 25 over. But they don't. They go right behind me and tailgate me. Yeah, I wow. hate that shit. Yeah. Just that. go around. Make like you need to move out of my way instead of passing them. It just, uh, yeah, it didn't make sense. Um, it drives me nuts because there's so much room on the road right. compared to like LA or New York where people are just driving crazy nonstop and you have nowhere to go. So it's like you just kind of got to be there. But it's like that person had no reason to ride your ass. Right. When there's like this full lane. Yeah, I to- I'm totally on board with that. And yeah. I, I get so furious about that too. And it's probably some dumb punk kid or maybe some like Minnesota drivers are just so they're so ass backwards. It's right. unbelievable. Yeah. How we were taught how, you know, the I don't know. There's it's not the passing lane. The left lane is not the passing lane. It's the fast lane. So you're going to have like slow drivers in the left lane because they don't want to be considered slow and being in the right lane. I don't know. It's they actually cool passed a law in the last few years where you can get ticketed for. Driving just, just a speed limit in the left lane. Oh, I think. Wow. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, which good. I, well, I don't know how they enforce that. I support that though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and actually, there was a study that came out yesterday too, and that's why I wanted to wrap this all in because it says sixty-three percent of people in the United States say that they get nervous when their partner drives, and I feel like just in general, everyone's kind of. And this article talked about how people have lost any ability to drive because of COVID and dealing with kind of a couple of years where you're not driving as yeah, much. Yeah, fell out of really? practice, so they, <laughs> yeah. or they have bad habits. Yep. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is it is rough. And also, speaking of that, young punk kids, there was a kid that actually drove, cut me off. You whippersnappers. Gave yeah. me the finger out through his like sunroof. And then I waved, and then he waved, and then he was like happy, and then like there was no animosity or anything like that. At first I thought <laughs> oh. he was like being aggressive. Yeah. And I was like... And then he's like, just waved and huge smile on his face. I was like, okay, wow, that was a weird interaction. Did you flick him off then? <laughs> 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 All right, from there, let's go to, this is a little mashup segment of comics and movies. I'm going to try to go through some quick comic releases that I've uh, read this week that I can recommend. Uh, Slumber, number four from Image Comics. Um, Tyler Burton-Smith is the writer. Vanessa Cardinali is the artist. I'm sure I nailed that last name. Um, But it is a pretty interesting story. It's kind of like Inception, only if it was a horror movie. And so a couple of people are nightmare hunters. They're detectives that people pay them to go in and kind of eliminate their nightmares. Um, and of course, a lot of uh, craziness ensues after that when things go wrong. Um, but so far, we're only on issue number four, but really solid. So I can recommend that as a good horror comic. Uh, Something is Killing the Children, number four, James Tynion. You know that guy, that writer, I think. From, he does a lot of Batman. I don't know. I don't read that regularly. Oh, okay. Um, I thought we might have talked about him before, but he's a writer I definitely recommend. 
and it's illustrated by Werther Del Edera. Uh, but uh, and that's from Boom Studios. But something is killing the children is really good. It starts off with the first couple pages are like uh, cold open, and they're always like it's just super brutal. It's about this town that's they're you know children are being killed. They're trying to figure out what's going By on. Like a serial killer? Uh, it's like a monster, like this oh, big okay. kind of crazy monster. But uh, that too for you know um, keeping you know that's had is a, that modern day or is that set like a. In the past, um, that's uh, that's modern day. Oh, okay. Yeah, but yeah, that's pretty solid. Um, Town called Terror is a good series too to check out. Another uh, another bunch of horror comics. Um, Jennifer Blood, which I don't know if you're familiar with that. That was a character created by Garth Ennis, um, who made The Boys and Preacher. Mm-hmm. Um, did you like you like The Boys, or have you not seen much the of show? The show? Yeah, yeah I've never good. read the comic. I've read some Preacher comics. Yeah. Did you like the Preacher show? Not really. I mean, season one was okay. Yeah. And then it kind of just, it was a downward spiral. Yep. I'm the same way. Season one was pretty solid, and then it just kind of yeah. lost interest. But it seems like season three of The Boys is the best. It's airing right now, and that's so far is the best I've oh, seen okay. of those. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, Jennifer Blood, that's really good. They had their penultimate issue, number nine, um, which is uh, pretty good. And my only um, nerd qualm with that is that she doesn't show up to like the very last panel of the page of that issue so she's a titular person she is yeah wow and i don't know if you know that character she's like pretty big in the lot of people cosplayer and stuff like that what is she sexy looking yeah okay like uh vampirella or yeah similar similar a little classier than vampirella okay um but then uh yeah undiscovered country as well also really good so there you go those are some issues to check out uh, as I put the audience to sleep. Yeah. Uh, but for uh, for TV, um, what are you guys watching? I'm watching uh, Old Man with Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow, which is pretty solid, crazy show. Is it? We yeah. touched on that a little bit yeah. last episode. Did we, did we talk well, about we were at a Well, we were at the bar, and they had, like, Colbert on mute or whatever. Mm. Oh, yeah. Jeff Bridges, Bridges was on there, and I was wondering what he was in, and you knew. You were like, oh, it's this new FX show. Mm-hmm. And then I don't even know if it's on FX. It's on like FX on Hulu. It's on FX as well. Oh, is it on FX? Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I think it's really good. John Lithgow's kind of playing the same part he always plays, but it's still good. You know, what plays an alien. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're rock. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, really good. I mean, those guys are just such solid actors. So you're just watching two kind of titans mm-hmm. face off, but it's uh, it's pretty cool. And what's surprising too. I doubt he's doing his own stunts, but the action in it is very There's impressive. There's no way Jeff he can, is right? doing stunts. Because he's like 70, right? Can he even turn his head? I mean, barely. It's slow. <laughs> it takes like 40-second shot. Um, <laughs> but he has very long hair. Oh, Tom Cruise is like pushing 60. He still does stunts. That's true, but Tom Cruise is like Yeah, Tom Cruise. he's crazy. Um, but, uh, but you know, he also, Jeff Bridges has super long hair, so that's a, like a big trick. Yeah, good way to like, yeah. Yeah. You could get like even a young person do a body double. Yeah. And he got a beard. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, highly recommend old man. Are you guys watching anything, uh, anything different than what we talked about uh, last week? No, I watched a couple more of stranger mm. things. I watched two, the first two okay. of the season. Yeah. And when we were talking last week, we were talking about Matthew Modine. Um, I was confusing him with, uh, Carrie Elway, who was the guy that got arrested. Who's that? Uh, he was the guy in Princess Bride, and he was like, I think the mayor, corrupt mayor or something like that. I forget what he plays in Stranger Things, but he ended up getting arrested at the oh. end of the last season. But, yeah, I uh, don't know if I've ever 
shown what happened to Matthew Modian. It's mostly just flashbacks. Right. Yeah. And that was cool. That And crazy too, that scene is what they had a, that warning. Yeah, they had that. to have that warning there because of what happened to Uvalde. Right. And it was a bunch of kids mm. in uh, young dead. kids. They're, yeah. They didn't show them dying. They were already dead. Already dead. Yeah, but still pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, from there, let's go to uh, some random news of the week. So random news, um, also a little addendum from last week. We were talking about... uh, (laughs) You could do that on every episode that Brett and I are on. Oh, just me in general, too. But uh, a little addendum when we were talking about Back to the Future, the part that I missed, the coolest part, was that original VHS copy was what sold for the most, which is $75,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, and I thought I think you said part two was the one that sold. Yeah, yep, and that one was for way less. Sixteen yeah. thousand. Well, right? It was like sixteen. Yep, yep. Only sixteen. The first movie yeah. is better. only sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> and for that, I wanted to uh, to like for way less seventy dollars. Yeah. Well, I wanted to just let them know too. It's like I have a copy of this movie. I could have just given it to them. <laughs> like they yeah. didn't need it. Buy. It's sealed though with like the RCA wrapping on it. Well, that's true. Yeah. You and just sealed it back up. Yeah, exactly. And I could have written. Yeah, that. is there like that RCA wrapping in some warehouse somewhere so you could just reseal stuff? I'm sure, and just write Biff Biff Tanner on it. He didn't just <laughs> sign it like that though. He signed it with his own name, didn't he? No, he signed the no. Yeah, I would have sure. wanted him to yeah like write you butthead and then sign it Tom Wilson. But yeah, so seventy five thousand, and then I just <laughs> wanted to ask Brett if I could borrow seventy five thousand. Yeah, I gotcha. All right, cool. Uh, well, sweet. Uh, so moving on to another uh, random story, which is, uh, you know, the summer is a great time for, you know, great treats and, you know, it's hot out. So would you guys ever have a, uh, um, you know, I love ice cream. Do you guys love, love ice cream? Hate it. You hate it? Can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> well, you would probably not stand this because French is, is releasing a ketchup flavored oh, God. popsicle. A French sickle. Ooh. In Canada? Yep, in Canada. Okay. Yeah, those Canadians love their ketchup. They have ketchup flavored potato chips. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have yeah. to cross the border and get some. Yeah, would you? I was good. That's what my first thought was. Looks like we're all moving to Canada. Yeah. You could just make your own. They do online. <laughs> online, they give you the recipe. Because I doubt it's ice cream. It's just like ketchup. Yeah. No, Is it just, no. No, no they thin so it out, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be something more than that. Um, I would assume. Yeah, it's just like gazpacho popsicle. I don't even know if I want to try it. I'll be honest. Yeah, I could go. I could live the rest of my life without trying it. Yep. Yep. So, uh, um, tomato ketchup popsicles. I'm gonna go. Not good. Good You're not good. Not good. Um, Also, this came out. Although, not to interrupt you, move on. But is this like one of those stupid things where it's just going to be insanely limited, and you had to sign up for it in a like tiny little five minute window to get it? Like those, uh, what were those? The Oreo and peanut butter Ritz. Like they were only available for like the a blink of an eye. I would have loved. And you had to like enter a lottery or whatever to get them. Yeah. And then there was something else too that was like insanely limited. Oh yeah, it was uh like maple syrup flavored Pepsi. And I think it was like IHOP. It was like, Ooh, I would have tried that. Yeah. Too. But it was like insanely limited online only. And you had to pay for shipping. I'm sure this is like that, <laughs> but this is probably insanely limited, but no one's going to try it. 
so they'll have a lot of surplus i feel like yeah i don't know that's my hypothesis people are just gonna melt it and then dip their french fries in it (laughs) (laughs) uh this i thought was crazy so do you you know those um when you order from grubhub or any online service never done it i don't do that shit never not once won't do it why i'm against it same here why how so because they rip off restaurants Yep. I'm assuming they're not a sponsor for your podcast. Well, but I think some restaurants do it themselves too, right? Delivery services. Yeah, that's that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you like that. So this one's about that. So why don't you just call the restaurant and, and get ask it them if they deliver? From... So you'd prefer that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But what what I was getting, getting at with this is <laughs> on that in regular restaurants too that offer the service that you can text them or whatever. But with Grubhub too, I don't know if you had ever used it. But they give no. you they give you <laughs> <laughs> they give you they give you an option and dominoes there you go this would be something you guys appreciate so the dominoes <laughs> the dominoes app they uh they give you the little box of after you order your pizza put in your address your money all that they say any additional comments and so you can say or additional directions like come to the back of the house or something like that yeah um so this one in new york city um somebody was rescued from a hostage situation after sending a note to a restaurant. I don't know, this actually is through Grubhub, through a Grubhub delivery order, according to police in a statement from the restaurant. Wouldn't you think it was like a gag though, as like the Grubhub delivery person? Well, at first they did because also, and listen, there's times when I I feel like I'm too shallow. Then they send in a second order and they're like, this is not a joke. But please bring fries. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) please bring extra mayonnaise. No, I feel like sometimes I I feel like I'm shallow when I kind of uh, correct people on their grammar, but I feel like this is one of those times when you need to have really good grammar. So the person that wrote the message, and this is what would have made me think it's a joke or not real, is they said, please call the police. His going to call me when you delivered. Come with the cones. Please don't make it obvious. So I'm thinking she's saying come with the cops, right? Yeah. But like, what if they really showed up with like traffic cones? Like, you know, in that situation, she's just getting brutally stabbed and they're like, well, and why does she do that over Grubhub and not? Yeah. Couldn't she have just called the police? 911 or. Well, I think he's probably like, hold on, buddy. I'm going to order from Grubhub. See, this is what I'm ordering. Well, I think he probably saw her start the Grubhub order and was Mm -hmm. just like, okay. Yeah, no, she's fine, right? And then that's when she puts in that message. Or maybe she did it from a computer. Can you order it through a computer? Oh, oh sure. maybe. Top and like. Also, I think the restaurant too still gets a cut of the Grubhub too, right? <laughs> You're defending Grubhub, well, but the yeah. no. The only reason why I'm asking this is because the Hold people. On, I'm gonna open up his shirt. He's wearing a wire. He's Grubhub. <laughs> yeah, I'm John Grubhub, <laughs> the inventor of Grubhub. No, but so they uh, they the restaurant themselves got the message. That's why I'm wondering. So they got the message themselves. So it wasn't Grubhub that got it. It was the oh right. They're just the they're just the communicator. Right. And so yeah, because I've seen I've seen jokes where <laughs> dudes order like a pizza from Domino's and they're like, draw a dragon on the inside of my box, and then yeah. like the guy working will do a what however good he can draw hmm. draw the picture. Yep. I've done that too, where I've been like, could you to the Domino's guy be like, uh, could you just do a little dance before you deliver the pizza? And then I'm like, uh, I shouldn't do that because what if I'm in this situation when I need help? Right. And it's the boy who cried wolf, and then he's just gonna walk away. That's yeah. when he's gonna dance. And I'm getting stabbed. So they called the cops then, and the cops came. And so they the cop. So what happened is then the workers. The did they get their food? 
<laughs> the two workers there, they thought it could have been a joke, so they called the owner, which is one of the workers' dads, um, and they said, well, just in case, call the police anyways and send them. And they didn't even send over any food. They, they made, to, Did they made they sure to put that Did they even leave a tip? They should have. And what did, did they order like some long, weirdly specific order instead of just ordering one thing just to write the note? <laughs> Can I get a, a ham on rye, a tuna melt? Uh, Super modified cheeseburger. Yeah, just like all this crap instead of just doing like one Coke. Call the police. <laughs> All right, well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Now we're moving on to our final segment. There's more? <laughs> yes, you're welcome. Uh, the final segment of the week is movies. Um, so, first off, I did see Top Gun. Um, finally did see it. and Past the Rubicon. And I loved it. Brett, have you seen it yet? Um, no, I tried looking it up, though, the other night, and it's not on any streaming yet. No, right? I think Still. it is coming to <laughs> Paramount+. Plus. Oh, sometime yeah. that makes sense. I like because it's still like number one. I think I think it, it beat is. that Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, because no, Tim no Allen. Jurassic World won the week. Oh, they might have. Yeah, but Jurassic Toy Story World didn't. 10. Toy Story did not do well. No Tim Allen. Mm. There it is. I blame it on that. Uh, mm. <laughs> Wait, what was it, Tim Allen? Did you yeah, Tim that Allen? like a gorilla. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you got it. Clark's got it. Clark's got a good one. Yeah, I practice every night before I go to bed. What is it? <laughs> that is actually really good. Oh. Um, but, okay, so the thing was, is when I saw it, Tom Cruise does an intro to the movie, which I think is really cheesy. Just his Yeah, intro. well, I thought that was... Did we talk... When I mean, we talked about this post-podcast last week, I thought that was interesting that he was like, thank you for seeing this movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was just kind of unnerved by it almost. I don't know why. But I think it was also because the music, the sound was so loud I felt like an old man. I was like, ah. Uh, That's this what was so fun about seeing the movie, though. Like your chair shook when the planes were. Flying. Yeah. I don't know. It was so loud. I was like, this just hurts Where's my ears. Turn your show now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but all right. So. And then you you took off your glasses and you're like, it's out of focus. <laughs> uh, but with Top Gun, I'm going to say all in all, it was really good. Um, I still like the first one a little better. But I think the first, this well, of one. Of course, you have to, right? A lot of people, some people. I like don't. the new one more than the original. Ooh, controversial. But more so oh. for like the just the way it was shot and the action was better than. Yeah. Because they can do more with cameras and. No, it's true. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, yeah, a young Val Kilmer and. That was that was rough. That scene, yeah. Val Kilmer scene, was tough. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really divulge much into the movie. You didn't. Yeah, no, no. spoilers. But. This this isn't really a spoiler, but one thing I thought was cool was like uh, at the beginning when Maverick like gets up and like I think he shows him like brush his teeth and all this other crap. He like is living in like an Airstream trailer that's inside of an airplane hangar. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. I wonder if that would be like the future of like home living is like you have a house inside of a giant like other structure. That was the that was that was the part I would you know pick nits on. I was like I had a lot of questions on how like on. Better Call Saul when they hire those Germans mm-hmm. and they're living in like a trailer that's inside of right. that factory. 
That makes sense too. And I guess he is a worker there, so that's probably just they keep him there, keep him close. Well, he has that sweet old like World War II plane, right? There. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Um, I'll give it a good for sure. Um, but now, so we bring to our controversial topic of the week, which is can an action movie can a sci is this, yeah. Can an action movie, is it still an action movie? But I think you confused what I was saying earlier. Like, yeah. you know the results. No, I don't know. Oh, they're still, okay. They're still okay. happening right now, yeah. They're oh. in progress. Yeah, they're in progress. You go to the Blark Instagram. What, and there's been two votes, you and Brett, and you didn't give me drop a link? <laughs> yeah. Well, that actually brings... <laughs> it's on Instagram. Oh, I don't know. So I'm you could go Instagram. and... Uh, yeah, but it brings a, a good point because uh, Brett has four profiles, and, <laughs> yeah. and, and no, he really does, and he voted four different times on some on some. Do you have to up, be baby. on Instagram? It didn't yeah. just. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, so let's look at by the uh, time. Yeah, by the time that people hear this, yeah, how many? Be, how many? Well, no, votes they have there. to vote by if you release this tomorrow, Matt. Mm-hmm. They have what till seven p.m. to You're vote. Fire this out in a day. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Wow. We'll, we'll shoot this out in a day. Well, no, this is actually it's closed right now. Oh, it's closed. Yeah, this this oh, will, polls are closed. We, we'll close it right after this because this is. Uh, well, no one's going to hear this. I mean, it's going to be closed. Well, when they you hear this when you're listening to this. Yeah, all two of you. Don't vote, <laughs> don't try to go and vote. Yeah, exactly. Mom and Dad, <laughs> this number is no longer active. Well, you know, that's a good point. I'll keep it open one more day just to see if like anything changes. Um, but Brett, kind of plead your case again of what your theory and thesis. Well, are. how did you word the the questionnaire? Well, we'll I'm kind we'll, of curious on that. We'll get into that. But Brett, first. Yeah, he, the wording was bad. Was <laughs> very biased. The wording sure. was very biased. I'm his lawyer. Yeah. No, so yeah, so this all started with Top Gun, the original Top Gun, being rated the number one action movie of all time. Yeah, that's right. And then I and then I said. Terminator 2. Right. It's got to be like on there. And I said, No, that's no, sci fi. No, that's sci fi. Mm-hmm. So we're at this crossroads now. Because my question is, is when it's. Well, then did you word it like, Is Terminator 2 an action movie? Well, so here's what I did I, I did a, a few different ways to kind of do this because the wording is. You a did a tough. survey on how the survey question <laughs> should be. <laughs> That'll be next. Yeah. <laughs> but the big thing was, is can an action movie also be a sci-fi movie. I know it's a little general, but 71% of people said yes. God, I thought it'd be like 90-something. And then the other one is no, one or the other, which is more what you're saying, Brad, right? Right. So you're saying if there's a heavy sci-fi movie like Terminator 2, that's that's a sci-fi, not an action. Right. And not a hybrid. You wouldn't call that an action sci-fi. Well, there's it can't be both. It can't be both, okay. If it can't be both, that's... It's got to be one or the, the segment, other, right? Yeah, it, it can't be, be both. both. That's the name of the segment. <laughs> um, and so, but what the, about like action comedies? Well, then what are, are they? There's so many gray areas on that. Name name an action comedy. Night and day with uh, Tom Cruise and Cameron Diaz. <laughs> name an, an action comedy. Name another one that I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other guys. Comedy. Okay. Now yeah, let me think of comedy. one that's Ooh. more action with comedy in it. Bulletproof, like Lethal Weapon. Yeah, Bulletproof. That's more comedy though, like Lethal Weapon, because there are funny moments. And in La- Last Boy Scout. Yeah. You haven't no, seen Lethal Le- Weapon? Lethal Weapon. Oh uh, no, I've seen yeah. it. <laughs> but so for for just on the uh, the action and sci-fi. <laughs> so then I asked, how about Terminator? So for Terminator, would you consider that an action? Would you consider that sci-fi? 
or would you consider it both? I give you that option. And so when I do that, we had 18, or sorry, 10% action, 24% sci-fi. And I think because I put in both, all of it was 67% was both. Because oh, okay. that's the thing is when it, when it yeah. is that combo, it is kind of tough to do that. So then I figured what I would do on some of these is I would ask only action and only sci-fi. I wouldn't give you the option of both, yeah. right? Uh, but before I did that, I did Predator. And so that was the last one that I gave the, also you could do action, sci-fi, or both. Three options. Yep, 19% was action, which was low to me. That seemed low to me because the first 40 minutes of that movie, I'll argue, I'm pleading my case right now. First 45 minutes is just an action film. Yeah, there's no Predator. No Predator. So that seems slow. And then sci-fi is 43%, both is 38%. So that 38 takes a lot of the action, I feel like, away from it. Yeah. But still, all this is kind of pleading to Brett's case and making Brett's case more likely. I'm That's what those first two. And you didn't then, pull third graders, though. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, so Terminator 2, action or sci-fi, we got 61% action and 39% sci-fi. Wow. Um, for Demolition Man, we got 80% action and 20% sci-fi. Oh, wow. Like, okay. Well, I guess the, the, the only real sci-fi elements in Demolition Man is that he's cryogenically frozen. And that Taco Bell is the number one food. That's ever. not sci-fi. That's just <laughs> no, history. <laughs> history will prove. We're almost there. <laughs> yeah. Defy is starting it. Uh, Total Recall, of course, 75% saying sci-fi. Because okay. uh, that is more heavy sci-fi. Yeah, I agree with that one. Um, and then Face Off, because that is heavy yeah, sci-fi. Now that, yeah, seventy percent action, thirty percent sci-fi. Um, but that doesn't have the. These don't have both. No, those ones I took out both because I feel like oh. the both was taking away. Because it's so easy to have that gray area of like, oh yeah. But that's what I think all these movies are though, are both of those things. Me too. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of saying too. Is it couldn't be one or the other. Just like Back to the Future, is that comedy or sci-fi? That's sci-fi. It's not really. It's a story. It's not funny. Yeah, there's funny there's elements. Funny, in Back yeah. to the funny elements, but it's not like it's not like jokes. Pun- yeah, there jokes. are. There's a lot of jokes, but there is the overarching thing of sci-fi too. It's like though they travel back in time. Yeah, yeah. That's the main point of the it's movie. Tough. You don't think of yeah. Yeah, you don't think of uh, Back to the Future as like a comedy over a time travel movie. You would say it's a time travel, but movie. time travel isn't the genre. It's sci-fi, but it's an right. element of sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, but that's like a sub. That's the subgenre of the main one, which would be sci-fi comedy. Like if you IMDb, like we did this before, like IMDbing, and then like it'll show like the first one, and then it'll show the remaining ones. Mm-hmm. And it's more than likely it's comedy. Right. And then sci-fi. It'll be like fantasy or family, too. Right. Or, you know, the movie, like, video stores had an adventure section. So maybe it would be there, yeah. too. Uh, the last one was just Aliens. Now, what do you think of Aliens? Aliens? Aliens, the second one. That's action movie. Action. Yeah, because oh, the first one's more sci-fi. That's that's what I think, too. And similar with the uh, with Terminator, I feel like you know the second one's more action, where yeah. the first one's kind of more sci-fi. But Aliens, eighty uh, percent was actually saying that sci-fi and twenty percent wow. action. Wow, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you guys? So four of them, four of my. Books. I don't know what to believe anymore. <laughs> exactly. What can you believe? Uh, so I'll leave the polls open for one day. We'll see if it changes anymore. But uh... it'd be interesting to throw Terminator at the end 
again mm-hmm. uh, and remove the third option. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like it. We'll give it a shot. If All right, ladies. If you want. Yeah. If you want to. I do want to. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for another week of Not Good. Uh, thank you, Clark. Thank you, Brett. That was welcome. a quick one. That was a quickie. What was... Uh, welcome. What's uh, what's uh, new on the horizon for you guys, for Blark? Oh, man. We're packed this summer. It's been non-stop busy. Yeah, bro. What's your contribution? Mike... <laughs> This this is it. This is what I, this is what Blark is doing. We're doing so much. It's unbelievable. We're going places. Yeah. Well, right. We're, we're going places. I tell you. Well, we look forward to that. And uh, if you have any comments, <laughs> please reach out to notgoodwithmatt@gmail.com. Notgoodwithmatt@gmail.com. Thanks, Nalo. Thanks, the Unis. We'll see you guys in a week. I love you.